baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Well, that's how it's going to start. I was actually going to say that. I am a modern man. I'm I mean, a so, yes. domesticated oh, okay. animal. Okay. Because it was one week ago today, and I know people have been clamoring for an update. Yes. Like, yes. Like for this and my... Like every day. And my chow mein, how's it going? My chow mein hot dish. <laughs> Which you still haven't posted. I know. And you I, had said you and Jen were going to well, make the recipe the and take a video. It's not the holiday. You know why we can't do it? I'm too busy doing the laundry. That's why. <laughs> so it was a week ago. Jen and I made a bet a football on a football game, uh, and I lost. And my what she requested of me, if I lost, was that I do the laundry for three weeks. That's a long time. That is a long mm-hmm. time. Yeah. I mean, a lifetime of women and moms doing laundry is a lifetime, too. Correct. But, yes. So I'm one week into it, and I got to say, yeah, not too bad. Are you a, a lights and dark separator, no, a oh, fabric God, no. softener separator? No, it's separator. all cold. It's just, all cold. No. And, and everything just goes in with everything a cap full in. of... Uh, cap full of uh, the whatever The tide or whatever you're Tide, yeah, something like that, the blue that's stuff. Cool. Got it. And are, are you folding, too? And, I'm and folding. How's your, how's I'm, not, I'm not a good folder, mm. but... I think I, I don't think it's it's not like it's a devastating issue. It's not like I'm folding like clothes that are important like to wear out. Most most of our clothing is loungewear or you know underwear, loungewear mm-hmm. stuff mm-hmm. that doesn't really need to be. You know, fancy stuff gets dry cleaned anyway. So you mean like those Lululemon pants you're wearing? Today? Right, these are great. You just throw them in, and yeah, I know those are. And by the way, if anyone is looking, and I do not get paid by Lululemon, but if anyone's looking for a gift for a man, the Lululemon are those the ABC pants? Yes, yeah, the ABC pants from Lululemon. They do. Do you know free what the ABC hemming? stands for? In no, the ABC. no, anti ball crushing. Oh, uh, so so glad I asked. Yeah. So hey, they are. For by sharing. the way, they're very expensive. But if you yeah, want like, like a over big gift, bucks. a big nice mm-hmm. gift. Yes, and we're not being endorsed by. Lululemon. And they will look good on your man or your son or whomever, your dad, and um. And, and they're as comfortable as sweatpants, exactly. but you could wear them with yes. a suit. Everybody needs a pair of those, so that's a good gift for a man. So I am, uh, I'm doing laundry, and I, and if it continues, you know, if my wife, hopefully, she's not listening right now, but I don't know, maybe I'll keep. If after three weeks, I'll keep going. Laundry can can be satisfying. It can be satisfying if you keep. If you got, you got to stay on top of you it. Is what is it. the thing? Otherwise, Otherwise, it's overwhelming. Yes, then you it get gets piles. overwhelming. Mm-hmm. But it leads to a question: Like, have you ever shifted like, mm, like duties in your household? Because usually we we establish those when we get married, correct? And they stay correct. They're solid for forever, correct? And you just you do this, and she does this, or he does this, and you do this, and I you never know. Like I might just switch up, but those are those are things we just don't think about. That's it's a like, good question, and it's also I would I would think it adds probably some spice to your your existence in mm-hmm. your marriage because right. it's like okay now you see the perspective of somebody other person kind of you walk in their shoes mm-hmm. a little bit mm-hmm. and. You become a more sympathetic person. Is that mm-hmm. is that a little too much to read no, into? No, it's beautiful. Household duties. See, that's a modern man's perspective. I like it. 
Are you sure you're not going to like use that as a little negotiation tool? Like, hey, so I was thinking about keeping some of the laundry duties, but how about in exchange? What do you want in exchange? I'll pass well, off something else. <laughs> what do I want in exchange? Well, I told you what my I didn't. Okay. I, I can't say what my bet would have uh-huh. been. No, now I'm not going to do it for sexual favors. But like mowing the lawn. You know, I've always been the one to mow the lawn. Now, Ryan's old enough where he mows the lawn. That's awesome, by the way. I call that a game changer when the kids can mow the lawn. But, like, Jen never is like, nope, I'm not mowing the lawn. I've never mowed the lawn. I can't be trusted with it. Um, I would never mow the lawn. I wouldn't trust myself with a lawn mower or, 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 yeah, any kind of um, power tool that's that's too large. I would use, like, a hedge trimmer and things like that, but I would not trust myself to mow the lawn. And. at this point in my life, I mean, do you have to be strong or are they kind of self-propelled? No, self-propelled. Oh, they are. Yes. Okay. Plus, it's a good work. Even if it's not, it's a good workout. You're push. They're not like yeah. super heavy. It's like yeah. anybody can push a lawnmower. Mm-hmm. And it's really not that difficult. The hedge trimmer, I think, is more, yeah, that's more work and more difficult than operating a lawnmower. Okay. But I. But it's funny. Like maybe I bet you there's cases out there, though, where like somebody is like a woman who said, you know you know what? I want to start mowing the lawn. Oh, absolutely. And We've had like, okay. women call the show and say they love and mowing they, the lawn. It gets them oh, well, yeah. it gets them away from the kids and their husband. So you get to go outside. You put on your headphones. You mow some lawn. You, I mean, it's great. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Oh, Dave, you were saying, too, that you've uh, you're, you become the dishwasher in your house. Well, yeah. So a number of years kind ago, of my, my wife um, you know, was pregnant and entering nursing school. And we kind of sat down and said, okay, if you're really going to go into nursing school, this is going to be tricky. We have two kids. Like my part of that is stepping up. And one of the ways I stepped up is I've been doing probably 90% of the dishes in my house. For the wait, last a minute, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait. Stop right now. Yep. So help me God, David. Do you not have a dishwasher in your house? Uh, no, we do not have a dishwasher. I mean, this is a whole new ball game. David, how do you not have a dishwasher no. in your house? Are we really? Is This is a totally different discussion. A well, let's have it because now I might have to sit down. David, I've uh, been to your house. You did a kitchen remodel. On. I saw the painting of the cabinets. It looked great. Hold on. What is happening here? A number of years ago, our dishwasher was not working well, and we it was just the two of us yep. with one infant in the house, and we decided to try going dishwasher-free. So w- the great part about it is we – Got rid of so many dishes in our kitchen because you don't need as many. Every meal, That's we true. just wash what we had and put it back in the cupboard. Instead of having 20 plates, There's we could just have eight plates. Yeah. And every meal, you just wash them. And it was great, and we enjoyed it for a while. And now we are a family of four with kids that use a dish at every meal. And we are uh, in the market. We're going to go back. We're in the market for a dishwasher. We left oh, the spot. Yeah, unless you're. And we're going to oh, go back. Thank, I'm sweating thinking about not having a dishwasher. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, unless. But if it was just the two point, of us. Just a, or even three or four okay, of you. So like, that, yeah. if you've got one set of dishes, if you're, not, if you're ca- not entertaining, though. Absolutely not. But that's the point. It's like you get you get done with the dish. You just wash it. Yeah. Plus, there's something very therapeutic about oh, washing a dish. Okay. You say that. But have you met children? They yes, don't wash their dishes. That. They barely put them in the sink or the kitchen. <laughs> and, you then have to go collect them and wash and all dish, the stuff. Dishwashers are more uh, environmentally friendly than washing the dishes yes. on your own. I'm, I'm seriously sweating thinking about not having a dishwasher. <laughs> we also we have bad. a small kitchen. It allowed us to move some things around. I have extra storage, and it was kind of nice. Oh, fair enough. But this is a whole new ball game. For Can me. I because go back to the here's, original story? Here's the deal: because my grandparents did not have a dishwasher, uh-huh. but this was like you know when the earth cooled when I was a mm-hmm. child, and my sister and I, not my brother, 
My sister and I were in charge of washing all the dishes after all the meals. And she would wash, I would dry, we'd stack them up, and it was a nightmare. Maybe because my sister was mean to me, but it was a nightmare. Okay, I'm sorry. We, we can go back to the original about Adam. But we're getting text. So the, I want to hear examples sorry, of changing <laughs> duties, household okay. duties, mm-hmm. because we always, we just, they're established kind of when you come together. Agreed. You know? or Even if, you, if you're not even married, if you live right, together. Or if you yes. own the house yes. and suddenly you get married and she moves in or he moves yes. in. Yes. It's like, well, I've always done that and people kind of move that way. And I want examples of when you changed it up mm-hmm. and I bet you it. I bet you change for the better. I don't mm-hmm. see this as being a problem because mm-hmm. if it's a problem, you just go back. Well, I'll keep doing it. But I think it it adds a little new. Um, I don't know what's the word. It adds a new. It's a word. new dynamic. It's a new dynamic. Yeah, you change it up a yes. little bit. I love it. I think I think it's great. If I did any housework, I might take you know change it up. But Mark really does a lot of all the stuff. So thank God the man's a god. That's Joe is in so Minneapolis funny. on the City's One Plumbing Talk and Text Line. Joe, go ahead. Have you uh, changed duties uh, in your household before? Well, kind of, here's the deal. On Thanksgiving years ago, my wife's family so boring that after dinner, I would start doing dishes because I'm like, any oh, yeah. avoid these people, right? <laughs> so now, years later, I do it every year. So now, now, all these women in her family think I'm the greatest thing to slice bread yeah. because, oh, your husband's so wonderful. He does all the dishes, blah, blah, blah. Well, I don't want to tell them I don't that. Hear that. It. Well, it's I don't want to listen to you. You guys are like, you got it. Well, there's nothing to listen to. They all fall asleep on the couch. Oh. And there I sit. So I'm like, you know what? I'm doing dishes. It's a win win. Now, now it's right. It's just now I'm a great guy, but I'm like, I don't want to tell them. So no, hey, take I'm going to run with it. Mm-hmm. You got it. I'm- <laughs> Joe, you, so- Joe, you sound familiar to us. Is there any money left yeah. over for Christmas this year, or did you spend it all on the way? much, dude. No, yeah. no. I did. Yeah. I told my wife, I'm like, yeah. We're going to give each other smiles, and that's about it. No, that's I'm need. fighting her back out. I'm, I'm all right. filling her up for the next one. All hey, right. Thank you, Joe. Thanks, yep. Joe. Yep. <laughs> that's a good one. Yeah. I just want to get out. I don't want to hear you people. I'm going to go to wash you. dishes. That's hilarious. Or, you know, that's why a lot of men retreat to the tool shed or retreat mm-hmm. to the garage to do stuff. And I'm sure women do, too. So what is it yes. for you? What, do you? what have you changed up that's made your life better? Or maybe it made it worse. 651-461-9226-918. Can we please start with a few of these texts because they are hilarious? Sure. We're talking about swapping um, duties in the home. Like Adam didn't used to do laundry. He lost a bet. Now he's doing laundry. He's supposed to do it for three weeks. But he's like, you know what? Not so bad. Maybe I will do it for longer. Uh, This texter says, um, my wife used to do all the cooking and the dishes. And now I do them both because she left me for not helping her. (laughs) That's a good That's a problem. That's a problem. That didn't help things. It didn't help, yeah. That did not help things. Uh, is that Mary we have in oh. Elk River? Oh, there we go. Mary, uh, jump in here. Uh, have you switched roles? Are you now uh, the handyman of the house? Uh, well, more like I gave up the apron and the broom. Ooh. My husband is 10 years older than me. Oh, nice. Uh, so, he is re- so he is retired. Well, yeah, it certainly came in handy in our younger years. I'm not sure, <laughs> sure if that's in handy in if you know what I mean. Yeah. But, however... Well, there's medication I was for that. The, oh, yeah. Uh, that I was always the ruler of my house. I like dishes the way done I have. You know, I like yeah. the way I vacuum. I like the way I do things. And then I would be at work. i come home, and my husband would say, hey, look at this fun YouTube video I found. And I would just be furious. And it's like, I need to give up something in order for, for us to remain a couple. And... 
he doesn't do things the way I do it. But you know what? It's still okay. I have to give that up. And it's really shifted the power dynamic in our home to a more equal responsibility. And I sure wish I would have done it earlier in my life. Interesting. Does not make it about the way I do things. That's not my way. Is not the only way. There are lots of ways to do the dishes. Bravo! Very uh, well done. Yes, Mary. advanced thinking, Marion Elk River. Thank you very much and, for that. And that's how you stay married. That is how you stay married. Yes, it, because you, it's not yes. all about well, it's my way or the highway, or it's like you're doing things wrong. No, you're just doing things differently. Right. And I by mean, the way, if you do like, if I'm doing the laundry. Yeah. I, I might not. And it, it's like I'm putting things away too. And I'm like, I'm not sure where this goes. So, like, don't yell at me if I put something in the wrong spot right. when I put it away because right. it's, I, I'm not, you've got your thing and I got my right. thing. And then just move it. Like, I'm married to an insane person. So we'll load the dishwasher and then he will come and rearrange it. Mm-hmm. And I know that is a huge problem for other people when something you do gets changed to what they do. But, I have also, unlike Mary, I mean, like Mary, excuse me, I've released that upsetness. I am at this point in his life, I'm not going to change my insane husband. So, honey, that's fine. You you get to load the dishwasher. Yeah. Do it your way. And I've completely released it. I don't get upset about it. It's totally fine. Mary's story is perfect. This is from a texter to the City's One Plumbing Talk and Text Line, 651-461-9226. I've been trying to do that with my wife for years. I share a household with a friend, and somewhere in the last year or so, the morning routine involved into now. My housemate goes and feeds the dogs. Mm-hmm. Uh, nice. Sorry, sometimes the texts get, yeah, the t- get, get jumbled up, on, friends. I, I yeah, no yeah get where, it, get it. Where that's going. Uh, my, did you read this one? My We've changed the duties in my house. Turns out my wife is super lazy, <laughs> <laughs> and I have to do everything. Wow. At least I make her wash her own Notice clothes. That texter didn't, it didn't include a name there. Yeah, I get it. That's okay. You don't have to. Uh, oh, I do laundry every Thursday or sooner. If needed, my wife and I each do our own laundry. I do most of the cooking. I don't mind at all. I'm retired, but she still works. Happy to cook and do other things because I'm healthy enough to do it. Paul, you're the best. You and Deb have a great marriage. Filling the Keurig, someone points out. That's one that goes, that's uh, like an underrated one. Keep it full. Keep the Keurig full. The toilet paper, because, keep it yeah, on the roll. You, when you go to make a cup of coffee mm. and that uh, receptacle is empty, mm-hmm. That'll tick you off. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And usually totally I'm the only it. one who uses it, except uh, my daughter, Lauren, will make hot cocoa in the middle of the night. So usually it's... it's so sometimes it's empty low, in the morning. But yeah. you can't expect kids to do that yet. Yeah. If I've, the kids aren't putting their garbage away, when it's like two feet away, I certainly don't expect them to fill up the water tank in mm-hmm. the Keurig. After making the bed for 35 years, this texter said, my recently retired husband is now doing this chore. It's good, but it means he's no longer encroaching on my once sanctuary lounge time. Oh, okay. So she likes to lounge in the bed. I do too. Sometimes Mark will make the bed that's over I me too. If, if I'm in the bed. Yeah, that's like I I'm lounge in the bed, bed because like okay. I said, we've got dogs and there's hair over everything. And I totally get it. The bed is kind of my only sanctuary. And you're okay. saying that that would be a good spot to fold laundry and I could turn the TV the bed. on. Yeah, that's what I I do. I sometimes get in the bed, or I mean, you know, sit in the bed, and and with when it's made, and and fold laundry, fold laundry, put on TV, and watch a show that maybe your spouse might not want to watch. Just like the old days, light a cigarette, you know, like absolutely, (laughs) get a diet coke. (laughs) You're ironing with a cigarette hanging out of my mouth. Like I put my hair up in a like a bandana. Single people perform all of these. Well, they do. That's it. Of course they do. But you're just doing it for yourself. When there's a household. You know, you, of course, you're not do, only doing it for yourself. Sometimes you're doing it for your partner and then your children. So um, although when Mark and I got married, 
I did say this. I like I did all of the laundry in my first marriage and it kind of annoyed me. And I said to him, he had been doing his laundry. He was single for like five years before we met. And I was like, I really would appreciate if you would keep doing that. My kids did their own laundry since age 12. And and he was like, oh, no problem. He likes he's a cleaner. So he likes doing his own laundry. So, um, yeah, that was something I was like, I don't. That was sort of like my sort of divorce. After I got a divorce, it was freedom from doing someone else's laundry. Yeah. And it was kind of nice. Well, my daughter, Lauren, stepdaughter, mm-hmm. is she is the adult. She's totally an adult. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So she does her own laundry. She actually cleans the house a lot. Wow, good for I her. Know, fantastic. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is a great text. Marriage is not having your wife do, uh, excuse me, marriage is having your wife do the chores, get mad at you for not helping, and then when you do help, you're not doing it right, so she ends up doing it anyway. That's kind of that true. Fair, that is perfect. I that mean, like that, that's kind of true. Hopefully we have evolved so women aren't, you know, put in that role and then feeling resentful about it. I, um, mm-hmm. I, I get it because that's how it used to be. And hopefully we have evolved. As Adam says, he is a modern man. He's doing lots of laundry. Cheryl is in Minneapolis. Hello, Cheryl. Hi. Um, my husband and I have a clear division of tasks around the house. He does the wash and the folding and the grocery shopping, and I do yard work and clean the house. But what I wanted to mention was, it's the little things, like you had mentioned the Keurig being full. Yeah. I haven't filled the coffee pot in 20 years. Wow. And it's always, always, always full for me. My cup is always underneath the receptacle, and my pot, coffee teapot is always wow. in the little hole mm-hmm. every morning when I get up. See, that's why you're still married. Those those sweet things that people don't realize Mm -hmm. make all the difference in the world. That is so... Cheryl, uh, you're calling from Minneapolis, but where are you originally from? I'm detecting an accent there. I'm from the East Coast, can you tell? There you go, girlfriend. Where are you from, honey? Philly. 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 Go go birds, fly, eagles, fly. Fly, go birds, fly, eagles, fly. (laughs) All right, enough of that. Thanks for listening, girlfriend. No, we don't like the eagles. Thanks for listening, girl. It was because of the eagles that I ended up doing the damn laundry. That's what started all of this. That's right. And you know what? She's abs. It's the little things. Sometimes it's not just the big chores, but if yes. you fluff the pillows or you know empty the dishwasher, the- yes. And honestly, that is love. And oftentimes, that is what I'm not going to say all women, but if the man is the one who's taking care of it, the uh, the other spouse, mm-hmm. that is love. If you're that, ab- some people say love is food. Chores, boy, that is really love. It is, absolutely. Mm-hmm. 100%. All right, let's take a break. Holiday showdown. What is our question of the day? Our holiday showdown. Find out next. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. So this is uh, Shane McGowan and the Pogues. Shane McGowan passed away early this morning at 65. Lived a very hard life. But uh, he's a legendary Irish singer-songwriter. And Hard life in what way? Drugs and alcohol. Okay, got it. Hard on the body. Hard on the body. And honestly, that he made it to 65 is quite, quite a feat. But this is probably their most famous song because this has become a Christmas song and it wasn't intended 
to be a Christmas song. It's called Fairy Tale of New York, and uh, it's one of my favorite Christmas songs. I heard he's singing about it being in a drunk in tank. In a drunk tank, yeah. Not so, too many uh, like classic so Christmas festive. songs <laughs> are like, it starts out in the drunk tank. But um, and just before we get to, this will be our holiday question. And it, yeah, before I get to the story. So this is our, it's not like a yes or no question, but this is a song that was not intended to be a Christmas song, but mm-hmm. absolutely has become a Christmas song and a Christmas tradition for a lot of people. So what else, whether it's a song or a meal or a place you go that has become a Christmas tradition that not necessarily was intended to be a Christmas tradition. Like Die Hard comes to mind. Mm-hmm. People, there's people that swear to, that Great Die movie. Hard is a Christmas movie. Mm-hmm. Well, it takes place during the Christmas holiday. Correct. But a lot of people say, well, I don't think it was intended to be a Christmas movie, yet many people say that's a Christmas movie. Mm-hmm. Because isn't he coming home to see his kids and he's Correct. got like presents? And they have a and... holiday party in Nakatomi Plaza where right. uh, the terrorist right. attack happens with mm-hmm. the Germans. Yes. So That's a great movie. It is a great movie. That's a great movie. But what a, and it doesn't necessarily either right. broad, like broadly like that or this, mm-hmm. where it's a song where a lot of people say that's a Christmas song, mm-hmm. or just in your own mm-hmm. world where it's like, we do tacos on Christmas. That's mm-hmm. just what we do. Mm-hmm. And tacos aren't considered a Christmas specialty, but it is for us. So mm-hmm. what else is there? I mean, can you... Th- like? Well, I can. Okay. I mean, well, remember, okay. you're asking the token Jew. Correct. Okay. So... So, I mean, is there... Yeah. Wh- okay. I'll, first of all, and you can might know you do know something this. for Hanukkah that not a lot of other Jews do on Hanukkah? Um, let me talk about that in a minute. Okay. But what the Jews do on Christmas is go to the movies and go for Chinese Chinese food. food. We eat Chinese food. Yes. Yes, because the Chinese are generally Buddhists, and they are also open on Christmas era Eve. of Christmas, Christmas Eve, thank you, and Christmas Day. So it is like, by the way, if you go to a Chinese restaurant um, on Christmas Eve or Christmas Day in the Twin Cities, it well, now I'm making us a terrorist target, but you will <laughs> – it most of the population – of Jews, which is very small, in the Twin Cities will be at a, at a Chinese, Chinese restaurant. restaurant. Yes. It is like a reunion. And, oh, my God. It's so fun. Like, it's, it's, it's fun. It's become a thing. It's a thing. And I love Chinese is, food. I mean, the, right. This excuse. is a thing for Jews all over the yes, country, though. Correct. This is yes. a thing. So, and we go to the movies. But you guys are now hip to the movies. There's a song. Because we go to the movies. Christmas time for the Jews. Christmas time for the Jews. So we, that's what we do. Yeah. Um, and it's fun. But it uh, doesn't mean we don't love Christmas. We love Christmas. We just don't celebrate Christmas, you know, mm-hmm. but we love the lights. We love celebrating with you. Yes. Uh, again, so that's what the Jews do. And on Hanukkah, I mean, we have traditions that are that all Jews do on Hanukkah. But I'm trying to think if there's something in my house that we do on Hanukkah that we that is not traditional. Um, sometimes I have the vodka and latka party and you guys have been invited. We're going to have the vodka that's and right. latka party. Um, and we eat latkes and donuts, which are fried in oil. We celebrate frying and all. Yeah. Um, I also have added to the menu sushi because it's round, oh, yes. and it reminds me of uh, the latkes and the donuts. So that's my one thing that I – it's Love not a Hanukkah it. tradition, but I'm throwing sushi in the yeah. mix for the menu. So like Chris, traditionally we used to – my uncle who passed away, not the, my, my Uncle Jim, another Uncle Jim mm-hmm. on my mom's side years ago passed away. But he was an Italian, and we had spaghetti. There you go. Spaghetti, his pasta for, for – and that's not considered a traditional Thanksgiving meal or Christmas. Christmas meal, but it was for us. So that was – Right. But it might be in the Italian-American community. Correct. Mm-hmm. Or in the Italian community, you know, living in Italy. Yep. Mm-hmm. So I think food is probably the big one where people yeah. do something different yeah. that becomes a tradition for them. 
Uh, so somebody just texted in six five one four six one nine two two six waffles for Christmas Eve dinner, mm. homemade soup for Christmas Day dinner. Easy, everyone loves it. It's our new tradition. Mm. So that's sort of our holiday showdown today. We're not yes. giving you an either or. That brings us back to what holiday movie song tradition that wasn't originally meant for Christmas right. has become your yeah. Christmas tradition holiday or song or whatever so it's been reappropriated to remind you of christmas there are those songs like somebody just mentioned linus and lucy by vince garaldi am i singing that right thing well now charlie brown christmas is a great album totally um uh but the linus and lucy song i don't think is traditionally considered a christmas song but don't but you think the inspiration yeah. was the Peanuts Christmas special? Well, it's Christmas on the special? album, on the Christmas yes. special, so okay. that become has become a Christmas song. Here's okay. a good one. I go north for Christmas, stay with my best friend between Duluth and Two Harbors. Oh, that's beautiful, too. I've been on the North Shore Lake Superior. On Christmas morning, we have coffee. She reads A Christmas Memory by Truman Capote, mm. a lovely holiday story, and she reads it beautifully. Nice. Mm-hmm. Much like Thanksgiving, this texter writes, we play a spirited game of spin the bottle on Christmas after our meal. <laughs> no, you don't. Yes. <laughs> so if you, didn't a, get to kiss your, if you didn't thing. get to kiss your cousin at the end of thanks, at Thanksgiving, now you get to kiss your cousin at Christmas. You Make it not. an all-year thing. <laughs> but like Some people do like a boot hockey game or go down a pond and play mm-hmm. hockey. Sure. That is a tradition for people. I love that too. Like on Thanksgiving, you go outside sure, and play football. You get a little exercise in too. You don't feel so bloated and bad about yourself mm-hmm. after eating that stuff. By the way, can I go back to the Shane McGowan thing? Yeah, please. Because I was watching that last night and I don't know what triggered it. It wasn't because, hey, I want to listen to this because it's Christmas. I somehow stumbled on that song and then I, you know, you go down the quote unquote wormhole mm-hmm. and there's great covers of that song. Like Ed Sheeran has a great cover of it and there's other great covers of that song. But I'm watching a lot of these videos and honestly, I'm listening to those lyrics, and if you give it, give yourself a chance, listen to the lyrics of that song. It's just, it's so powerful, and it's so emotional, and it's just, he was such a great songwriter, and I was just, and I was like overcome with emotion last night. Mm. And Jen came down, you know, Jen is a fan too, and she said, she's like, oh man, I can't believe that guy's still alive. And I woke up this morning, and the first thing I saw on my phone was that Shane McGowan had died. I'm like, you got to be kidding me, because just hours earlier. I was watching that, getting emotional at his music. I'm like, this guy is so underappreciated. And she said that, too. And it was just like, wow. I think Jen has special powers. I hope not. Wow. Jen, be careful. That. You, you might be accused of the killing of Shane. What's his name? McGowan? Shane McGowan. Somebody, no, he's, he did just fine on his own. Yeah. And again, it, like they made it to 65. Somebody texted and said they saw them at First Avenue at the 80s. The Pogues had a... Shane had a cigarette in one hand, holding the mic, glass of whiskey in the other. He did live hard. Yes, yeah. he did. Yeah. But yeah, what an experience there. But that is crazy that you were just talking about him last night. That, that you know, doesn't that yes. happen? Like that coincidence, and, and there are probably no it coincidences in the, in the world. Maybe his, you kind of know. felt his I mean, energy I'd, or I'd, whatever. I'd, I'd but, love to believe that, but it's like to me on. that was just a coincidence. That is hard to believe that that's a coincidence. You wait, you know, she says, I can't believe he's still alive. The next morning, he's not. Yeah. Again, or Jen, even at not that blaming moment, you. He died at three in the morning, and I think that's he probably crazy. was in London. So that's like six hours ahead. And I'm trying to do the math. It's like that would have been like right around the time we were like listening and watching that. It's just weird. Let me know if you are haunted yeah. by the ghost of Shane McGowan. That would be cool, tonight. by the way, if it, if that happens. He'll sing to you. Oh God! Yeah, have Earth. a have a whiskey with you. Oh yeah, and might I start might smoking to, again. I might. Yeah. <laughs> 
He had very bad teeth, too. Mm, ooh, it's tough. Um, we all uh, we were asking what has become your tradition or movie or song that wasn't originally <laughs> planned out for Christmas that now you do at Christmas time. And are, are you looking at this text? The, this I mean, a bravo. Again, our listeners are so funny. They do the better show oftentimes <laughs> on the text line. We all check our life insurance policies and send the wives outside to play jarts. With the old lead tips. <laughs> Merry Christmas. 651-461-9226. Your unusual Christmas traditions. Next on CC. 951, that is your uh, Linda's Construction time check. Time to invest in Infinity from Marvin Windows. Another Pogue song here in honor of Shane McGowan, the longtime lead singer of the Pogues. Very famous uh, Irish singer-songwriter. Punk bo- band leader who passed away early this morning at the age of 65. And their most famous song, which is why we started talking about this, is Fairy Tale of New York, which was not penned as a Christmas song, but absolutely has become a Christmas song, especially for people of a certain generation. We're asking the question, what traditions do you have that aren't necessarily Christmas traditions but have become mm-hmm. and something that you would absolutely not miss, that you absolutely mm-hmm. have to do but other people might look at it like, well, you're doing that on Christmas? That's not really a Christmas thing, but right. it is for you. It is for you. Yeah. And it's okay to make your own traditions. Sure. Absolutely, as you should. Own it. Um, am I in the minority here that I didn't know who Shane McGowan was? No, not at all. I, oh, so okay. I, I feel a little bad. The funny thing is for me is I stumbled on a documentary about him many, many years ago, like in 2003 or four, mm-hmm. And I had no idea who he was. So I watched this documentary and I was fascinated by it. And I had no idea about the Pogues or Shane McGowan. And then a good friend of mine from college, who's Mickey Tierney is his name. So he's as Irish Very as Very Irish, yeah. <laughs> Spent a semester over there. Mm-hmm. And I asked him about him, and then he gave me all these tapes and albums I should listen to. So I kind of fell in love with it. Well, then I went to Ireland. And it's like there are so many songs that the Pogues did that you could be in an Irish pub and everybody's singing the song, and you're thinking, well, this must be an Irish song from the 1800s. But no, they were. It was written by Shane McGowan, and they've become so traditional. They become standards, you know, in Ireland. So that's when I was exposed to it, and then just, um, I became a big fan. Okay, I don't feel so bad. It's not no, like not he was a huge no, hit no, no, in no. Uh, America that I completely ignored. Nope. Okay, excellent. Uh, so, what about you? Do you have traditions, or David? Do you guys have traditions, <clears throat> Christmas traditions that aren't really? Christmas traditions. As you think about that, I will say that my grandmother, uh, may she rest in peace, um, used to take us every year because I grew up out east to Rockefeller Center and we would go um, to see the Rockettes. And and we'd see the Nutcracker, of course, but Mm -hmm. the Rockettes performed at Radio City Music Hall before uh, the the Nutcracker. So every year that was our tradition. And I know the Nutcracker is a Christmas ballet. I loved it. Um, But we would go the my favorite part of it was going to see the Rockettes. So anytime I have an opportunity to go see the Nutcracker, even performed locally here, I went with high school sure. kids did it last year. I took my youngest. I do try to go and honor my Grammy. So that Love was it that. for us. Yeah, it was fun. And that's the thing too, we like food, sorry Dave, before we but like if you you have a relative that was like their food you still pull that put that food out even 100%. though nobody might eat it. Hundred percent. You gotta have it out. Mm-hmm. Right? Hundred percent. Uh, well, speaking of food, my mother, when when we were little, would make uh, like a caramel monkey bread, I guess yeah. you'd call oh, it, for delicious. Like a pull-apart bread, which isn't that unusual. But um, she, the, you know, the story goes that 
she didn't tell the kids and it was a secret what we were going to have. And then the secret was we're having this monkey bread. And my sister at the time, she loved that it was a secret, but she called it a secret, which fit because it's a sweet secret. So now that's what I like. I had to look it up one time because I'm like, what is secret? Oh, it's just like monkey bread. I don't know. It's just secret. That's what we have on Christmas morning. It's a word in my family. Uh, you know, oh, make sure you put the secret in before you go to bed on Christmas Eve. That is so cute. Uh, and that's just, yep. it's just become a, which on, I think it was like later in high school or college before yes. I realized that, yes. oh, no one else knows what secret is. Yeah. It's just me. Yeah. 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 But that food thing is like we have egg bake and caramel rolls, my mom, every oh. year. Caramel rolls and egg bake. So good. And I, I've said this and my mom knows this. She's not the greatest cook, but boy, she could cook an egg bake, man. Egg bake. Cheryl, just own it. That's okay. Right. Yeah, that's your thing. Oh, yeah. So you got to have that. Mm-hmm. My mother always says that. What am I? What are you guys going to remember me after I die? Of course, I mean, that's like a typical Jewish mother, by the way. Um, but she does make great little meatballs. So Cheryl Carter is going to be the egg bake and the caramel rolls. And mom, thank God you're doing okay. But, you know, don't worry. The little meatballs will, will always be yours and we cannot make them as good. Here's a couple texts. Our family plays board games. The loser has to run outside around the house in their underwear when it's below zero. Love. That's great tradition. That is a great yes. tradition. Then you lock love. the door. Then you yep. lock the door yep. on him. Oh God, uh, love. Uh, my wife's family tradition for Christmas was a big dinner right at midnight on Christmas Eve. Oh boy! Every year it would get earlier. Twenty five years later, we have Christmas at dinner around four o'clock. You know, David, you brought up something interesting that maybe we can address in the next hour. A family word that is just a word that other people don't oh, say, yeah. and. My kids get in trouble with this all the time because I call the remote for the TV a clicker. Yeah, that's it's, that's so, common though. Okay, right. We it's, have a clicker. You have a clicker. Clicker. So it's always been the clicker. Ruby says to me, she's like, Mom, I was at somebody's house and we were watching TV and I said, where's the clicker? And they looked at me like I had 10 heads. She goes, how did I not know that that's not really what it was called? And I was like, well, that's on you. You're 16. You should know. <laughs> you know, but I'm like, it's just the clicker. That's what we call it. So I have yet, I have embarrassed my kids, you know, by referring to these words. And they're like, nobody says that. I said, yes, they do. But like a secret, I think that's maybe a little lesser known. That might just be a, a Josephson family is, thing. Yes. But ours is clicker, and we have many others. But let's address that in the next hour because I'm and sure people have great ones. Quick takes, DJ, quickly. Top maybe. apps of the year. Ooh. Ooh. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 